Broadcasting live from Mountain, this is Tap Tap Concede. Hello, everyone. Graham is away this week, so that means I, your Cameron, am in command. Joining me, as always, is Nelson. Still here. <laughs> and this week's special guest, Ben Wheel. Ben Wheeler. Wheeler. Wheel. <laughs> Benny Wheels. Bjorn Wheeler. But birdie birder. Hi, it's great to be here. <laughs> I, I hope I have made you feel valued and respected. Oh, yes. Tap Tap Concede is, as always, brought to you by our very good friends over at CardKingdom.com. CardKingdom.com slash LRR. Pay them so they pay us. I understand they aren't terribly fond of our old motto, so I, I've, I've got a new one for them. It's right there. You know, they're, they're a great shop. We really like their services, and they will provide you all the singles that you need or sealed product if you're living in the United States. If you have an order to place for magic cards, please consider cardkingdom.com slash LRR. That enters our affiliate code and lets them know that we sent you. If you do place an order with them, you can send in their extra notes, loading ready run sent me, button please, and they will include a little one inch button, which right now reads, mill is canon. So please consider giving them a shot. Tap Tap Conceit is also brought to you by you, the viewer over at patreon.com slash loading ready run. This is your fault, so way to go. I can't believe you've done this. Your direct financial support of this podcast through Patreon is what makes all of this possible, and I couldn't be prouder of all of you. This week on Tap Tap Concede, we're playing a little game. This is a game that we've played in the past, and we like to call it Stump the Expert. What we're going to do is we're going to show our panel of experts a piece of card art. And from that art, they have to give me, your nefarious host, a card name, relevant rules text, flavor text if any, and depending on my whims, I will award them between zero and one points for said effort. If the participant is unable to name the card, then their opponent can steal. We have a selection of cards ready to go, and our participants, I would like you to generate me a first player. Who's got priority? Roll those die sixes, please. Ooh, come on, baby. I got a seven on 2d6. Oh, you rolled two. Okay. I thought we were rolling one, and then I heard multiple crashing dying. Or I don't know why in the my head I thought I wasn't able to roll two myself. I rolled a five, a three. Or sorry, I rolled an eight, uh, a three and a five. <laughs> we got there. Yeah, flawless landing. What did you roll? Seven? I rolled an eight. <laughs> All right. Age before beauty. Wait, no, age after beauty. You go ahead, you handsome man. I've been filming this. Don't worry. All right. Well, Ben Wheeler is our first player then. And in that case, I would like you uh -huh. to name this Garrick. Ooh. Well, oh, God. I was I was I came in here with a lot of confidence and especially with a Garrick because I've cast a lot of Garricks in my life. But when it comes to Planeswalker names, I don't know if I've ever like appropriately called a Planeswalker its full name. Like, I, it's usually just like, like, I'd look at this card and be like, it's a six mana Garrick, but I believe it's Garrick Caller of Beasts. That's right. Yeah. The four green, green. I don't know the rest of the card exactly. The the plus one, you find, you look at the top five cards, put all the creatures into your hand. The minus three is you poop out a green creature from your hand. The ultimate probably wins you the game. Sounds about right for a six mana points walker. I mean, one, one would hope, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, I want to say it's ultimate is like, you just tutor up a bunch of creatures, maybe? That's close. Like, there's tutoring and there's creatures. Yeah, like, or you get like, a, it's either a, 
when you get this, you get to tutor up a green, like some number of green creatures, or you get this might be the emblem one where like if you cast creatures, you get to search your library for more creatures. Yeah, that's correct. So whenever you cast a creature, I think maybe you can only find a green creature from your deck, but I'm not sure. Maybe it's any creature. Yeah. Again, my experience with this is either playing it and then repeatedly whiffing or playing it. And it's just actually a two mana cheaper crater hoof behemoth. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you remember the starting loyalty? Uh, four. I think it's three. I want to say pu- three. It's plus one, minus three, minus seven, I want to say. Because isn't this the one where, isn't it like you can play it? Like you said, it's like two mana cheaper Crater Hoof, meaning it's like six mana and all the loyalty. You get a, You get to like do a dramatic entrance. No, this this one definitely, this one definitely survives when you minus it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, there's only one more piece of information for a perfect score on this first one. Which set mm-hmm. is it from? M4... M14. I want to say M13. I'm going to have to give you full points for this one, Ben Wheeler. Oh! Nicely done. Attaboy. I've played I've played a lot of mono Garrick dot decks in my life, so thankfully. I can never tell Garricks apart because their art looks... Garrick has a very strong look, and he hasn't changed it since 2010. Yeah, most Fact. art, most art is just like you know at the beginning of Shrek where he bursts out the outhouse. It's that a lot of it is just that, like he's just bursting out and kind of just going like, "Oh, Lottie," and there's probably some Smash Mouth in the background playing, and then there's a bunch of animals. So yeah, very much like Shrek, actually. You know, I had not put that together before now, but I think that's going to haunt my dreams. Oh, well, sorry to everybody. (laughs) No, thank you. Thank you. One point to Ben Wheeler. All right, Nelson, it is now your turn. Are you ready? No, not at all. Excellent. Hit me. Nelson, name me this Chandra. Oh, no. Okay, so this is Chandra from... I want to say it's, is it called Game Night? Either that or Game Nights with Jimmy Wong. One of them. Anyways, I think it's Chandra Pyromaster. Two generic red red for like summon Chandra. Plus one. We get to exile the top card of our library. We may play it this turn. And then like another plus one deal one damage to target creature and that creature's controller. That creature can't block this turn. Oh boy. And then I've never used this mode, but I think there's like a minus, I want to say it's minus seven exile the top seven cards of your library and you may cast any instants or sorceries there for without paying their mana costs. And then, yeah, the starting loyalty is probably like three. That is not quite right, but very close. It is, in fact, Chandra Pyromaster, and this is the artwork from Arch Enemy Nicol Bolas. Oh, okay. Oh, I, the horns in the background should have given it away. You're otherwise very close. I knew that Arch Enemy Nicol Bolas was a set. <laughs> well, I mean... I've never heard of this. <laughs> never heard Chandra of Pyromaster was originally printed in M14. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you're otherwise almost dead on, except your the exile the top card of your library ability is zero. Oh, it's zero, not plus mm-hmm. one. Okay, and her ultimate exiles the top ten cards of your library, not the top seven. Yeah. Her starting loyalty is four, and then lets you cast spells for free. You pick one, and then you get to copy it three times. Oh, that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, an instant or sorcery, and it's 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 if I may, Chandra, explain to you. It's uh, it's plus one because of the wording on like the the change to the planeswalker redirection rule. You can it's 
deals one damage to target player or planeswalker, and then okay. one damage, up to one damage to target creature that player controls or creature that is under the control of the planeswalkers controllers control yeah exactly yeah. like the oracle wording is like a book for the plus one <laughs> yeah it gets way deep and then they the creature can't block and i only know this because it was in it's in amonkhet remastered on arena yeah and i spent all of my yesterday <laughs> playing this card <laughs> so. and and scrolling through it on arena like you have to highlight and like read two paragraphs yeah it definitely turned into a scroll down planeswalker for sure that's funny well nelson okay. that was actually a very noble effort i'm gonna give you half a point for that because there were some details off but you were basically correct i'll take it we're fighting yeah all right both players are on the board and doing considerably better than i would have moving back over to ben wheeler ben are you ready oh if there's more planeswalkers maybe well, that, that was easy mode. That was the starting off point. Oh, okay. I know that you're a fan of, of white weenie as a strategy and white strategies in general. So I thought maybe you would be able to name me this card. I feel like I've purchased this card for like a nickel. And I purchased it thinking I will never play this, but I have to. Like, God, I have... Mm, I want to say it's alliances. I want to say it's like a slow cantripping card. Like it's a, I, th I think it's called rally. I want to say it's like one in a white. You draw a card at the beginning of the next upkeep. And it just says like creatures you control get plus one plus one. I think that's my hard lock. I can absolutely see where you were coming from on that. I only want a partial steal. I think it might be called rallying cry. And uh, I want to posit that it's a sorcery if that gets me a partial points. But otherwise, I have no idea what this card is. You are both wrong. Yeah, I'm awarding zero points to both players for that. No. Although I can absolutely see where the rally guess came from, because the artwork is quite similar to the artwork on rally. And I'm going to also look up rallying cry. There is no rallying cry. There's a large amount of cards, like white cards specifically that are just there's just flags getting raised banners getting raised yeah stalwart hearts people yelling but this this is banalish infantry from weatherlight it is a one three human soldier cast for two and a white and it has one rule anyone care to guess what that one bit of rules text is not to throw james under the bus but i will uh i we could see it had banding Oh. But if it means anything, if you showed me this card, told me what set it was from, I, I think both Nelson and I would slam banding. Maybe Vigilance. But I mean, like... if you told me it was a creature and you told me it had been Alish in the name, maybe I would I would get to banding. But I was with you. This looks like a pump spell to me. Yeah, I think I thought Battle Cry, not Rally. But again, it's it's in that like long line of the, like when they're designing white cards like this, at least in that era, they like threw a thesaurus at the ground as hard as they could <laughs> until it just like landed while opened to a page that describes something to that effect. TIL, I've been using thesaurus wrong this whole time. They're a kinetic tool. Turns out they're a projectile weapon. Yeah. This also had flavor text attributed to Gerard of the Weatherlight, reading, my favorite part of getting into the infantry was getting out again. Oh yeah, I've read that. I've read that flavor text. How clever. Nice. 
All right. Classic Gerard. Nelson, are you feeling ready? As ready as I'll get, Cam. Okay. I would like you to name me this card. Okay. This card's definitely from Ice Age Block and definitely a zombie. I want to go with Lim Duel's Cohort, and I believe it costs one generic black black for a 2-3 with like a an ability that really doesn't justify the cumulative upkeep that it has. Possibly like can't be blocked by white or green creatures, but not protection. And then like cumulative upkeep one generic. The art is Melissa Benson. I'll lock in all those responses. Wheeler, do you wish to steal? Well, unfortunately, Ben Wheeler will not be able to steal because you can only steal on zero point answers. And Nelson, you got quite a lot of that correct, actually. Like everything outside the rules text box. Okay. You nailed. Uh, it is, in fact, Limduel's cohort. Casting for one black black, it is a 2-3 zombie. However, its rules text is that whenever Limduel's cohort blocks or becomes blocked by a creature, that creature can't be regenerated this turn. Okay. Yeah. And it's uh, <clears throat> that's uh, some classic uh, Schuler art right there. It is, in fact, Douglas Schuler. Not Melissa Benson. Might be. Might be. Yeah, I only groaned because I have a weird relationship with this card which is and i was just like oh well maybe because nelson also shares my love of we both share the love of really bad black creatures that will cast off dark ritual but i remember trying to buy a long time ago for a mono black like deck for uh, highlander a copy of a card called legions of limb duel which is same set, same mana cost, same creature type, power and toughness, but it has snow covered swamp walk. I definitely went up, went to YJ and was like, one copy of Limb Duel's cohort, please. And oh, I right. got that. And, and I then, was then just I like, sold it to you. Yeah. And I was just like, oh no, this is not <laughs> what I wanted. And what I wanted was already bad. <laughs> now this is Anson Maddox art. Yeah. 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 The, the Legions is Anson Maddox. Yeah. All right, sorry, Douglas Schuler. I I'd actually briefly considered putting that other Limduels card in. Oh yeah, but I I think I preferred Cohort. I think I preferred the Douglas Schuler art. So was that story basically? You walked into YJ, asked me to uh, ask me if you could buy this specific card that I just remembered most of, and then I sold it to you, and then you were like, "Oh no!" And then did you play the tournament with it? I think it was. <laughs> I'm I'm like was it Ed or Dan? I believe it was Ed and it was I I got the name wrong. Like it was on right. me. Like I said the wrong limb dual zombie from this exact set mana cost power and toughness. <laughs> and it was just in a pile of other bad black cards and it was like that'll do. See you later. <laughs> right. I I did something very similar in YJ where I was building a one of our $20 challenge decks and I was looking for the madness counterspell and my brain was like madness counterspell that's logic knot. Mm. And so I confidently came up to the counter and asked for four copies of logic knot and looked at it and thought, "Oh, I thought this did something different." Oh well, instead of asking for more help in oh. uh, remembering that the card that I was looking for was in fact circular logic. Circ logic. Oof. Mm. There's also the like expensive one from uh, Second Innistrad, right? Yeah, yeah, the one that uh, Madness is for four mana. Yeah, if you want, if you want to cancel Broken Concentration, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alas, it was not to be. Okay. So do I get a whole point there? I didn't get the text box, so maybe I get a half point. I'm going to award you half a point as well. I want to that's, reserve that's the full point for those rare instances where somebody domes it out. The no-scope? Yeah. Love it. 
But our players are now currently tied at one point apiece. Wow. Ben, are you prepared for your next card? Yes. All right. Yes. Name me this card. Ooh, well, this is one, thankfully, that I, I'm familiar with. That would be Ruinous Path from Ibis Battle for Zendikar. It's definitely that block. I, I'm like 95% sure it's from the first one. But yeah, it's a sorcery for one black black. You destroy a creature or planeswalker, and it has Awaken for... you. Pay, it costs seven mana. It's either Awaken 4 or Awaken 5, but I don't know if I've ever awakened this card. It's mostly just kill Zoko or Teferi. That is correct. A... It is, in fact, a 3-mana sorcery, Ruinous Path, that destroys target creature or planeswalker. This is kind of one of the, you know, baseline cards that we've seen in Magic over the last few years, right? 3-mana kill a thing, then with a little, like, you know, a little English... A little filigree around the edges, some other yeah. bits of rules text. I think this card has been like, uh, you know, reverse engineered, templated to be called murder with sets mechanic. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Or dread bore with sets mechanic or whatever, right? I, I'm very much here for that. Like if, you know, if every set we get a cheap-ish, like three or less spell that says, you know, destroy a creature or planeswalker, do thing to make it, you know, distinct from uh, Hero's Downfall or... Frasca's Contempt. Uh, murderous Rider or whatever. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm also here for it, obviously. We could use a few more of them for Gladiator. Mm. Please. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess, yeah, I will award you a full point for that one. Hey. Nelson, are you ready? I'm ready to get this show on the road. All right. Name me this spell. Okay. We're looking at a sorcery from Avacyn Restored. It costs one blue and two generic. And the rules text just says, draw a card for each human you control. It's called... Oh, man. I actually put it in a deck. Like, I built this standard deck to play this card once for, like, you know, 20 minutes. And we, the, Avacyn Restored, you can hear him sweating over there or foaming at the mouth. Avacyn Restored was a big set for Wheeler. It kind of got him back into magic, and it was one of his favorite limited sets. So he's played this card in draft a bunch. There's there's literally I, dozens of us that loved this limited set. Yes. Ab, the yeah. number of people who enjoyed Avacyn Restored Limited is in the high 10s and possible yeah. 20s. <laughs> in Victoria alone, there might be two people. Okay, so I just can't remember. I guess I have to make a guess on the name of this card. I'm really sad that i can't just remember it but i will call this card lead the crowd is crowd in the name at least no, no. that is so close i'm going to award you half a point for that answer Ooh. because yeah basically that that was correct that was all the the relevant mm -hmm. moving pieces of the card it is in fact mass appeal mass appeal oh, so it's got such a cool name sorry mass appeal i totally forgot what you did because you're trash yeah it's real bad and then it also has some flavor text Reading, we have emerged triumphant from the darkness. Let our hard-won wisdom guide us to prosperity, which is extremely forgettable. That is absolutely, we have some more space on this card. Can somebody write something up? How many more years before every single like pair of words in that flavor text is a magic card? Like two, three? Ooh, yeah, emerged triumphant, hard-won wisdom. <laughs> right? Yeah. These all sound like magic cards. They're ready to go. Absolutely. All right, I'll take the half point. Okay, Wheeler's up, up by a half point again. Okay. Ben Wheeler, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Name me this card. Oh. Yeah. Better you than me, bud. <sighs> no, I, I know what it is just because it's from, like, I know what the card does, but it's really 
bad. Like, oh, wait, no, it might be. I might be thinking of a different set of rats. There are quite a few. Yeah, I want to say, okay, this one isn't. uh, Let me see if I can zoom in on this art a little bit. I'm going to I'm doing I'm doing the like grandpa lean in. Yeah, just put your face right up against the glass there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. So it's not ear splitting rats. That's that's the judgment one. There's a couple of cute rats in here. I believe it's carrion rats. It's like a one mana two one that like when it attacks an opponent can exile a card from their graveyard. And if you do, it deals no damage. It's like the world's worst thirsty lion. And it's from uh, Judgment or Torment. One of those two. I think Torment. I think you should guess Torment because it's a black card. Yeah, yeah, that's usually a safe case. I'm going to say, so yeah, I think it's Carrion Rats from Torment. Yeah, really bad, really bad Savannah Lions. That is achingly close to perfect. This is in fact Carrion Rats from Torment. It is a one mana to one rat. And it reads, whenever Carrion Rats attacks or blocks, any player may exile a card from their graveyard. If a player does, Carrion Rats assigns no combat damage this turn. That is achingly close to a perfect assessment of it. However, since it was not perfect, I award you half a point. That's fair. I knew it was bad. Like, I I def have... This is when you search black creatures, like... Bought, ordered by convert a mana cost this is near the top and i knew it was bad but like do they really have to put or blocks on it like that's just cruel also it can block you yeah also like th- this shuts it down from even trading with other creatures why couldn't they just make it like not be able to deal combat damage to the player you know I, what i mean I, I think the the answer to all these questions is it's from odyssey block where <laughs> the bad is really bad and the good is like Mm, chef's kiss good well that was worth half a point and i'm going to have to kick it back over to nelson feeling ready yep a little intimidated maybe all right nelson name me this card we're looking at i believe veteran explorer it's certainly from zendikar i think maybe battle for zendikar and it's a one white mana two one it's a savannah lions with Maybe the only rules text is that it's an ally. I'm trying to remember if this card was an ally or not. It definitely didn't get a ton of play in like a constructed allies deck, but I think maybe there just wasn't one when it came out. So that would be consistent with being battle for Zendikar. I'm not sure if veteran explorer is right, but let's lock it in. It's what came to mind. One white mana, veteran explorer, creature, maybe soldier ally, scout ally. Let's go with scout ally two one, and it has flavor text. That's my answer. All right. This was, in fact, Expedition Envoy. But it is, in fact, another another Savannah Lions with the subtype Human Scout Ally from Battle for Zendikar. And I, I, I think that was also worth half a point. That was basically the relevant parts, right? The rules relevant parts. Expedition Envoy. Yeah. yeah. Veter- veteran Explorer is the, the Weatherlight Nick Fit green creature. Oh, right, right. Yeah. That is a powerful one drop, and that is another magic card. Okay, cool. Yeah, recently got reprinted in a couple of sets that were kind of like hotly contested. I remember the Battle Bond reprint of this was like, people were very excited about it because it was like, oh, we can build Nick Fit again. Yeah, it's like Battle Bond. It was in Double Masters, and I I imagine it's probably been in like a Commander set because it used to be expensive for like an uncommon. Like it was like five bucks for an uncommon that only really saw 
play in like this one legacy deck and then i guess people well they would have played it in commander and then they just reprinted it like 80 times i didn't know it was a scout veteran explorer it's a scout you must have seen that while building scout tribal and conflated the two well i feel bad that i just like didn't stop myself from saying veteran explorer because that's another famous magic card but yeah obviously i had to lean on the zendikar exploration vibe here Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. expedition envoy all right so in that case that was worth half a point and we head back over to ben wheeler ben are you ready oh yeah name me this card well that one would be oh i just did that thing where i went in with complete confidence this okay yeah 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 perilous research it's from cold snap it's one in a blue it's an instant and you draw two cards and then sacrifice a permanent. I couldn't remember if it was if this was hatching plans or if yeah. the enchantment <laughs> was hatching plans, but it's this is perilous research. I yeah. was trying to think I was trying to think like, okay, Ben, just think which one is hatching plans? Is it yeah. this one or the other one? You nailed it. That's that's exactly this card. I thought I was being really mean with these. H- hatching plans is the scoop where it's just like <laughs> this this uh mage is just like scooping things up. Pretty good combination with these cards, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Scoops. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. That's uh, really good card art, actually. I enjoy that a lot. Good work, Heather Hudson, on hatching plans for just like I don't know. I guess right. Your opponent's six minutes into their storm step. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, I will award you a full point for perilous research. Hey. Nelson, are you feeling ready? Wait, was Perilous Research two in a blue or one in a blue? One in a blue. One in a blue. Okay, cool. It's one of those, like, I I think of them as, like, the limited spell that you pick up when you aren't able to counter anything that turn or when you want your opponent to think that you're holding up a counter spell, you can still get something done. Would have been cool to see this card in SOI block now that I'm thinking about it. Maybe that's just too good for that block, but I don't know. I'm on my own little journey here. Please ignore me. Nelson, feeling ready? Yep, I'm already ignoring Ben. Okay, name me this card. Fairy Squadron. Four generic and one blue for a 3-3 flash flying creature. It's definitely fairy, and then maybe it's also soldier, but I want to say it's just a fairy. And the first printing is a core set that was before Magic Origins, but I don't think it was M15. I'm going to guess it was M... Was it M14? I also drafted blue and M14 a lot. It wasn't like M... It was after them 11 for sure. 12, 13, or 14, I want to say. So, eh, let's guess M13. That is achingly close. Darn. That is so close. You just got the name wrong and the subtype. It's Fairy Invaders. Invaders, and it's a rogue. There you go. Yeah, but very, yeah. very close. And yeah, you even Which got... Which set is it? I can't quite read the sets. Of M13. Movie. Oh, M13 is right. Nice. <laughs> Good for me. Cool. Yeah. This is, again, another thing that I think that you're supposed to hold up in Limited. Fairy Squadron is the one, it's got, like, Kicker or something, and when you kick it, it has Flying. It's just like a vanilla one-drop, but it has, like, a Kicker for approximately a million mana. And if you kick it, it has Flying and uh, gets more counters. From, like, Invasion or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Invaders. All right. Well, that, that is worth half a point. Ben Wheeler, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Name me this card. Ooh, Carbonize, baby, from Scourge. Two and a red for an instant. Deals three damage to any target. And then if it's a creature, it gets exiled. 
and probably can't be regenerated. But yeah, def carbonized from Scourge. That is basically correct. Yeah, that, it, yeah, that, well, basically correct. That is correct. It is, in fact, carbonized from Scourge. Two and a red. Instant carbonized deals three damage to any target. If it's a creature, it can't be regenerated this turn. And if it would die this turn, exile it instead. Okay, well, then that, that's worth a point. Was it my first pack of Magic the Gathering I ever bought for myself? Aww. I did not know that I was I was getting the actual soul read here. I had a berserk in my one of those. Cameron actually sat us down and then plundered some of our memories, and this is actually our attempt to try and win them back. <laughs> I mean, we're we're all dreaming right now and doing battle on the astral plane. Really, this is the real game of magic. All right, cool. Nelson, are you ready? I'm ready. Name me this card. Read the Bones from Theros. Two generic and a black mana for a sorcery that says scry two, then draw two cards, then you lose two life. I'm not sure the artist. Yeah, that's that's definitely worth a point. That's that is the one. Read those bones. We pitched me a bit of a softball there. Yeah, I don't know. Like I was thinking like uh, Theros is getting up to be, you know, long in the tooth by now, isn't it? Oh, I've just played this card in like Highlander and like various cubes oh. or whatever more than I should. You know, yeah. I, I, a sign in blood deserves your affection. And then there's just all these other bad sign in bloods that like oftentimes won't make the cut. Night's Whisper is the first one, of course, to get in. But even Night's Whisper, it's like yeah, without the flexibility of killing your opponent it might not be worth playing these card draw spells in black. Well, that was worth a full point. Ben Wheeler, are you ready? Let's go. Name me this card. Oh, you should really get this. That's an AVR card. Gives somebody, gives a creature plus one, plus one in reach. It's an instant called Snare the Sky. Potentially Snare the Skies. Snare the SK, and then either a Y or an IES. Probably, probably IES, Snare the Skies. And does it give plus one, plus one? Yeah, it's plus one, plus one in reach, yeah. Uh, just one more piece of information, and that's the CMC. Uh, one green. That Yeah, that's that's it. That's Snare of the Skies. Uh, one green, instant. Target creature gets plus one, plus one, gains reach until end of turn. I knew all that AVR drafting I did would pay off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've thrown at least 100 of these into the trash myself, personally. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I didn't pick this card, but I definitely saw it a lot and went, oh. You're handed okay. this card a fair bit if you draft AVR. Yeah, like I've had pools with like five of these. <laughs> But I played zero of them. <laughs> All right. Well, Nelson, are you ready for your next card? Let's jam it. Name me this card. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I want to say this is the original art. This is the original art. Oh, OK, I'm tapping. You go for the steal if you've got it. But well, now I'm now I'm starting to question myself because well, I, if you, I if you even have the slightest clue. Go for no, it. I do. have. Well, I do have a clue. The problem is there's it's it's just like a gain target player gains for life and you draw a card. It's a uh, it's from Origins. I'm fairly certain it's it's too, OK, so it's two and a white. It's a sorcery. Target player draws, or sorry, target player gains four life and you draw a card. Isn't that from like Rivals of Ixalan? Well, that's the, th there's a bunch of them. Oh, okay, okay. I think this one is Healing Hands, and I'm going to lock in Healing Hands, but I swear to God, if it's Reviving Dose, I'm going to 
rip up my fire song and sun speaker out of rage of course any other information you'd care to build around this two and a white sorcery origins target player gains four draw a card healing hands that's all i know that is 100 percent correct why do you know this because there's uh, a couple of commander decks that i play these cards in where they say if you gain life you do a thing and drawing more cards is always welcome and i made the whatever (laughs) i made a decision to be like i should buy every single one of these cards and i did and it cost me maybe a dollar 30 but i'll never get those hours back so (laughs) that's hilarious you know if it was an origins bad common like i've definitely held it in my hands a hundred times then and this one honestly i'm looking at it now and i feel like my initial assessment was just like don't remember this card nelson just just see through it you're gonna need your memory for the other more important picks well it was it was also in mystery boosters like in the so i've definitely drafted a deck with this in misty boosties somewhat oh. recently so see I, I looked at this card and just realized that my brain formed a protective cyst around any memories i had associated with it so that i could just move on with my life i think we could do this again and you could you could feed this one to me again after this <laughs> podcast and i'd be like i got nothing <laughs> yeah like I, I i may have gotten it right but nobody's winning by getting <laughs> these right you know this is more an admission of how much time i've wasted that i could have probably spent with my family or loved ones well on that note are you feeling ready for your next card ben yeah let's let's rock and roll name me this card clinging mists dark ascension two and a green it's a fog and it has fateful it's an instant and it has a fateful hour creatures don't untap during the next untap step but it's i think it's attacking creatures like i think it's it's clinging mists Two and a green, instant, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn. Fateful hour. I think it's a creature, attacking creatures don't untap during their controller's next untap step. Why do you know this? That is one point. Fine, you get it. You get it. We also did a lot of Innistrad DKA drafts, and it's a fog. But you did this many DKA drafts? Well, I I mostly know it because it's a fog. Like density decks in a bunch of singleton formats, you gotta reach. <laughs> you really gotta do a deep dive on some I of mean, these there's, cards. There's other fogs are already playing at three mana. They're like a bit better than this yeah. one. So it, yeah. that, once you're playing like eight fogs, you're kind of like, okay, get in the boat, right? Yeah, exactly. I accept your answer, but I do not hear it. Oh. Nelson, are you ready for your next card? I'm with you, Cam. Name me this card. <sighs> okay, I wanna say explosive vegetation but I'm not sure that that's right. Okay, so Explosive Vegetation says sorcery, three generic and a green, search your library for up to two basic lands, put them on the battlefield tapped. If it's not that, it's an old border, so it can't be one of those like G5C things for mirrored and block, but it might be like an enchantment that makes the land tap for like one of each color from Onslaught block, but I can't remember the name of that card. So why don't we, let's just lock in Explosive Vegetation and see how we do. That is incorrect. Okay. Ooh. Ben Wheeler. Yeah, this is Sprouting Vines. It's vines. two and a green instant ah. storm. And you search your search your library for a basic land, put it in your hand, and it's from uh, Scourge. Is this sorcery or an instant? It's an instant. It's an instant, okay. Yeah. Sprouting Vines. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Got me. I knew it was familiar. Why does this have storm? I mean, I know why it has Storm. It just seems like 
Such an odd storm card. Lay of the land with sets mechanic. Attune with ether style. Yeah. The worst part is it's not even one of the worst storm cards. Like admittedly storm from that set even. Like storm definitely falls off after tendrils, mind's desire, grape shot. Then you just get into like a, a hunting pack. But yeah, there's like a popper deck based around this. Like a popper storm variant. I think maybe that deck is even still legal. You just like fill your hand Ooh. with all your basic lands and then then reverse uh Stormseeker them was it ire of kaminari or something spiraling embers might be right yeah yeah all right well let's move on then i'm going to award you pull points for that ben wheeler for that steal hey. and you get your next card ben can you name me this card no <laughs> i mean i can take i'll take a crack i'll take a crack at it james and chad is saying i goofed doesn't matter dude doesn't matter i know it's a spider and i know it's from <laughs> even without the that i know it's a spider from invasion that has kicker couldn't tell you its name i assume it's just really bad and when you pay some exorbitant amount of mana it gains reach because you have to work to get give your spiders reach back in the day yeah i don't know i don't know what its name is i can vaguely describe it but that's it all right nelson can you steal I thought I read Canopy Spider, one generic and one green, one three reach. And I thought I saw cycling, but I didn't see the expansion set. But yeah, J James did goof and just showed us this one. So I don't want any points for the steal in case I got that. Yeah, right. it's it's not Canopy Spider or... Um... This is in fact Pincer Spider. For two and a green, you get a two three spider. It may block as though it had flying. It does come with reach. Mm. But if you pay three generic mana for its kicker cost, it enters the battlefield with a plus one, plus one counter on it. Wow. So if you pay six mana, <laughs> six mana, the same as prime time, <laughs> you get a giant spider with plus oh, one power. Thank God. <laughs> oh, poor sweet pincer spider. We've come a long way. I don't think I've ever seen this card before. All right. Nelson, are you ready? So ready. Let us move on. Name me this card. Oh, no. I know this one, but I'm not going to get it right. Okay. There's some sort of infantry, and there's some sort of like one. There's definitely creature soldier, might be human soldier. And then I want to say it's a turtle. I think it's too generic and a white for a one four with vigilance. And the name of it, is any of that right? That is the wrong creature archetype. Ben Wheeler, can you steal? I embarrassingly can. It's called Volunteer Reserve. It's one in a white for a 2-4 with banding and cumulative upkeep. Whoa. That is incorrect. Oh, what? that's wrong too? Nice. I award you both zero points. No! This is Foot Soldiers from Portal, or Ninth Ed. It was starter 1999. This is a Pillarfield Ox with a relevant creature type. So this is a 2-4 for three in a white. They are human soldiers. May I ask our, our James on the scene to show me volunteer reserves, please? If, if within the capabilities, because can I swear on this podcast? <laughs> this is some real dookie. Like, look at the like, <laughs> I mean, I, I really shouldn't be complaining given all the bad cards that I've gotten, but it's a bunch of wow. soldiers standing in a row, right? <laughs> you get where I was going? Kev Walker really like ran home to mama on this one, didn't he? <laughs> like the... Yeah, both Kev Walker arts, both <laughs> lines of soldiers staring off like stage right. Yeah, I hope this gives my hubris some context. 
sometimes you have to go back to the well. Yeah. All right, then. Ben Wheeler, are you ready for your last card? Yes, although my confidence is shattered. Excellent. My work here is nearly completed then. Ben Wheeler, can you name me this card? Yes, I believe so. Here's the thing. When it comes to Magic's relationship with cat warriors, there are a couple of cards that are either cat warriors or they're elite cat warriors. And so this is kind of just a a toss-up. I know it's from Legends. I'm fairly certain... God, I'm fairly certain this is not Elite Cat Warrior. Because Elite... I think Elite Cat Warrior is like Portal or something. I know it was in a Masters set. I'm going to assume this is Cat Warriors from Legends. And it's one green green for a 2-2 two, two with forest walk and it's a cat i it's a cat warrior <laughs> yeah that is, cat warriors that is absolutely yeah. correct yeah that this is cat warriors summon cat warriors oh yeah among well first off i'm going to award you full points for that very very thank well you, done thank you thank you but before <laughs> i go into too much discussion with it i would like to move over to nelson's final card melissa benson definitely did that one nelson are you ready for your yeah. final card i'm ready i'm ready Name me this card. Okay, we've got Ogre Wizard from the Dark. <laughs> and that's about all I remember. Oh, if it's not Orc Wizard, it's, it's Ogre Wizard, isn't it? I'm just I'm just I, I mean, I'll let you finish. I'm but I, this is very funny to me. All Maybe this it's is... Goblin Wizard. It's definitely from the Dark and I think it's like red red one generic for a 2/2 with some text. You know, I'll give you half a point for that. This is in fact Goblin wizard. Goblin wizard. Darn it. Yeah. Okay, Ben, can you remember the ability? Yeah, it's, it's, (laughs) I see what Cameron did with this and I'm, I, I gotta give you points for this. It's called goblin wizard and it's a goblin wizard and it has, you tap it to put a goblin from your hand into play and you can pay a red to give a goblin protection from white until end of turn. So it's a goblin wizard called Goblin Wizard, much like how Cat Warriors is a car- is also just a cat warrior. That is I- 100% correct. So yeah, this is kind of my favorite naming convention in Magic the Gathering, where yeah. you have Cat Wizard. You know, could you state your name, first name, last name, and occupation yeah. for the record? Lizardman, Lizardman, and uh, Lizardman. Right, like Skeleton Archer, Skeleton Archer, Skeleton Archer. I love when they do this. Yeah, it's it's one of the reasons like how I know Cat Warrior is because on the card Miri Cat Warrior, there's the text, the card name Miri Cat Warrior and the text Miri Cat Warrior counts as a cat warrior. Like the on the original version when legendary creatures like didn't have creature types. Oh yeah, so it was Summon Legend. I'm yeah, assuming. it was. And so it just says Miri Cat Warrior counts as a cat warrior. And that's the funniest thing <laughs> in the game to me. Oh, God, I love it. Very good. Beautiful. Well, that was 10 cards each. And I totaling up the scores. We have Ben Wheeler with 9.5 points Eight. and Nelson with four. So Ben comes away as the clear victor here. Congrats, sir. Thank you. I've wasted my life. <laughs> I tip my hat to you. Like the healing hands steal. I've done a lot of deep dives on like EDH rec and like when I was working boring corporate job slash government job and I'm like, well, this job's slowly killing me. So I'll be damned if I do actual work on the clock. 
And so I would just go through like gatherer and stuff relentlessly. So, yeah. Well, that, I mean, your knowledge is formidable. So I have to crown you the victor of stump the expert on tap, hey, tap, concede. Thank um, you. Thank you. Well, on that note, Nelson needs to run, but I understand Ben Wheeler has his own little game that he wanted to show me. Well, I thought that, you know, we can't go by without putting your skills to the test here, Cameron. I've got a little, little ditty here for you. Oh, no. Okay. Admittedly, I, I wasn't entirely sure of how hardcore we should have gone with this. So I tried to, if you get more than one of these correct, I'll be absolutely floored. If you get zero <laughs> of them, that's also fine. What I'm going to be doing here is, as I'm sure you might be aware, and uh, and people at home may also be familiar, some magic cards used to have literary quotes as their flavor text. So what I've done is I got a short collection of cards here that have literary quotations as their flavor text. I'm going to say the card name, which edition of the card, and then I'm going to say the quote. And then what I want from you is either the name of the author or the name of the piece of work that it's from. All right. Is that okay? I can do that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Groovy. I'm excited. Hit me. So the first first card here, the ninth edition copy of Greater Good. The quote is, to examine the causes of life, we must first have recourse to death. Is that? Wait. No, that's that's Frankenstein. That's Mary Shelley. Oh, ding, ding, ding. That's correct. That is Mary Shelley's uh, Frankenstein. Well played, well played. Okay, okay. I'm glad, I'm glad. I'm, I'm really glad that I ju just didn't load this up with a bunch of Sun Tzu in the Bible. Gives us some flexibility. I, I mean, Frankenstein also has one of my favorite lines in literature, like, mm -hmm. which is, you are my creator, but I am your master. See, and it's it's thematic as well. Because yeah, as we all know, Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein as um, effectively, it's it's really just a Scooby-Doo novel and definitely not anything beyond that. Anyways, round two. Okay. We're going to eat the... It, you get a point for that. You get a point. You get a slam dunk of a point. Okay. Round two. Mm -hmm. This is from eighth edition. The card is Death Pits of Wrath. The flavor text is... Neither could I forget what I had read of these pits that the sudden extinction of life formed no part of their most horrible plan. Pits of Wrath? From the card Pits of Wrath, yep. You know, just based on the card name alone and the structure of the sentence, I'm going to guess this is from Pit and the Pendulum. Hey, hell yeah, let's go. That's correct, from Edgar Allan Poe's The Pit and the pendulum the sequel to james and the giant peach just uh well they had to get the peach back right <laughs> yeah exactly the peach pit thank you thank you hell yeah dude that's two in a row slam dunk okay well now i regret okay. putting one of these in here because one of these has been like absolutely done to death with like hey did you know that this is on a card not this i mean this upcoming one i think you'll probably have a good crack at because it's uh well you'll see the next card we have going into the third round the from the magic player reward promo version of the card called wasteland the flavor text is i will show you fear in a handful of dust they didn't really mm -hmm. it's it's t.s elliot <laughs> 
Yes, and which uh, <laughs> which literary source? Are you really going to make me say it? It's from The Wasteland. Ah, uh, yes, it's uh, T.S. Eliot's The Wasteland. Is this from part one or part five? I have I, no idea. I want to say this is from part five, The Burial of the Dead. But yeah, that, no, this, that tracks. They, they really ran, ran, they went to the well yeah. for this one. Hmm, what should, hey, you know what would be funny? <laughs> if we did this. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This one is one that maybe has been uh, repeated to death. So I might actually ask for the source of this. It's The card is called Caracas, and it's from the Legend set. The quote is, to make a prairie, it takes a clover and one bee, one clover and a bee, and reverie. You know, I've, I've looked at this a lot, and uh, it's Brain. Brain, help me out here. It's, it's uh, what is her name? Is it Stickinson? It's Dickinson. Yep, it is Emily Dickinson's To Make a Prairie. Oh, it's from well then. a poem. There we go. Like, I, I honestly didn't know the source, but it definitely, like, that, that's Emily Dickinson. If I've ever heard some Dickinson, that's Dickinson. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's some good Dickinson right there. So for this next one, I might ask, I, I because we're getting into the, the darker rounds here, I am going to ask for, because you're four for four, thoroughly impressed me i probably should have went a little bit deeper knowing you but we didn't need to go to any kind of hellenistic writing <laughs> but for this for the final two rounds i'm going to ask that you provide both the author and the piece of work that it's from okay so for the fifth round i'm going to need the author and the work the set is legends the card is devouring deep Full fathom five thy father's lie, of his bones are coral made. Those are pearls that were his eyes. Nothing of him that doth fade, but doth suffer a sea change into something rich and strange. Oh, it, this is going to be an embarrassing one to completely whiff on. See, those those are pearls that were his eyes is another line that shows up in, in The Wasteland that Elliot quotes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, full fathom, this is... Full Fathom Five, Thy Father's Lies. You know, just from the structure, I want to guess that this is Tennyson from In Memoriam, but I don't think that's right. No, this is actually the bard himself. Oh, of course. Billy S. This is the Tempest. William Shakespeare. Yeah, it's from The Tempest. Yeah, no, that's embarrassing. That's an embarrassing swing and a miss. Oh my it's God. Like, hey, it's okay. I mean, you knocked it out of the park with. I definitely would have whiffed on the pit and the pendulum. If I, I'm not sure that's the thing to be proud of that I caught. You know, knowing your Poe and missing your your Billy Shakes is that's not a good look. Hey, sometimes we read the classics once and we never return. That's entirely possible, but that's oh, that's that. Those are some famous lines to completely draw a blank on. I'll give you a redemption here. So okay. This is the okay. final card, part six, and I will require again both the author and the source. This is okay. from the gateway promotional version of Mog Fanatic. And, and the quote is, <clears throat> as if his chest had been a mortar, he burst his hot heart's shell upon it. That is, that, that, that's the good stuff. That's Moby Dick. Oh yeah, that's Melville, baby. Yeah, that's the Melville right there. Oh yeah, that is uh, indeed Moby Dick from Herman Melville. And that concludes the six cards i have this makes me want to prepare more for a future episode yeah man hit me up with some scathe zombies or some walls of ice oh you're gonna get nothing but lao tzu and uh, i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna ask for uh i'm gonna do some confucius but i'm also going to have to ask you 
which translation of Confucius it is in the future one. But anyways, that's that's my little sub game for you. Four out of uh, four, or sorry, five out of six. That's that's hot, darn impressive there, Cameron. Oh no, like missing Billy Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. That Professor Dixon's gonna come for me for that one. My 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 Renaissance lit prof from university she's going to be so disappointed actually no she's not going to be disappointed no she knew who she was dealing with kicks in your door the tempest you missed the tempest of all things i was oh yeah no that's one of the henry's i could have understood but the tempest a winter's tale sure nobody actually has read the winter's (laughs) tale there was a movie (laughs) yeah there's several movies Although I don't know if we're if we should be turning this into a a look at the uh, film adaptations of William Shakespeare's work. It was a Julie Tame. They did uh, well. There's a there was a more recent one with God. They had a whole bunch of people in it, familiar faces. Really? They basically just rounded up a bunch of BBC actors and <laughs> known film actors, and we're like, all right, you're on this island, go nuts. That's it. <laughs> I'll have to look that one up. I still haven't seen the Julie Taymor adaptation of it. Oh, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, that's... Oh, okay. Yeah, because Beth Gibson mm-hmm. did the soundtrack for it from Portishead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just an enormous delinquency from a lit nerd. But with that, I think we will have to call this episode of Tap Tap Concede to a close. I have been your host, Cameron. Joining me this week has been Ben Wheeler and Nelson. James was on the card reader all the time. Heather gets these online, and they are edited by Jordan. Tap Tap Conceit is brought to you by the very kind people over at CardKingdom.com. If you go to CardKingdom.com slash LRR, that enters our affiliate code and lets them know that you sent, that we sent you. Consider them next time that you're needing your singles sent to you from an internet. If you tell them, loading ready run sent me button, please, they'll send you a little one-inch button that reads, mill is canon. It is also brought to you by you, the viewer, over at Patreon.com slash loading ready run. This is your fault. I appreciate it. And we will catch you next week on Tap Tap Concede.